Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Read the Chicago Reader to get up to speed on what's what in Chicago. Culture. Food. Arts and entertainment. Weekly concert listings. Weekly event listings. The environment. Travel. I can continue, but you get the point. And for all of you Chicago political junkies, raw weekly columns on real city politics from Maya Dukmasova and our very own Ben Jarofsky. The Chicago Reader. Free to the public in newsstands throughout the city and online at chicagoreader.com. Read it now and be a more informed Chicagoan. All right, we got two breaking stories to talk about, and they're both updates on what we were talking about in the first part of our program. If you missed it, go download it at the Chicago Reader website and wherever else you download podcasts. Tom Tunney, Chicago alderman and owner of the Chicago Breakfast Establishment and Sather, was recently busted for allowing regular customers to dine in at one of his restaurants despite the city's ban on indoor dining due to COVID-19. Mayor Lori Lightfoot was now not happy when she heard the news. We were wondering what was in store for the 44th Ward Alderman. Well, we have the update. The following comes from the Chicago Sun-Times and David, do it, to it, true it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, haters haters gonna hate. The headline reads, Alderman Tom Tunney's Lakeview Restaurant Wicker Park Club cited for defying indoor service ban. Alderman Tom Tunney's Lakeview and Sather Restaurant and a Wicker Park Club that held a party with 142 maskless patrons were among the latest businesses to be cited by the city for violating the city and state's indoor service ban. Tunney's three and Sather's locations were investigated by the Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection after the alderman admitted Monday that he, quote, made a mistake by allowing some of his, made a mistake, you know, by allowing some of his regular customers to dine inside his business. Here's a statement from the city department, quote, while no COVID-19 violations were found during these investigations, it was determined that the and, and that the Ann Sather restaurant located at 909 West Belmont Avenue had been previously allowing indoor dining. All right. Uh, so the citation, this is what the citation is. Okay. You can't see this because, but I'll uh, act it out. Slap on the wrist. That's the citation. And by the way, we've discussed this already. I'm going to go back to it. What Tom Tani did by operating a cinnamon roll speakeasy. Hold on. Train roaring by. Oh, that's Rom eating a cinnamon roll, riding the train. Oh, you litter bug. He threw it out the window. He's still trying to impress Biden to making him transportation secretary by going, look, Joe, I can drive a train. Anyway. So as we said, Tom Tunney was operating a cinnamon roll speakeasy uh, at his restaurant uh, in uh, Lakeview. Now he says, oh, it's a mistake. No, it's not a mistake. A mistake is something I make like, and usually uh, Frank corrects me or one of my listeners correct me when I say something like, Rudy Giuliani is 78 years old when he's really 76. That's a mistake. 
Okay, a mistake is when I'm like adding numbers up and I add five plus four plus three and I come up with 11. No, I've been there. And and then I take my pencil, which has an eraser on the end, and I erase the one and write two. That's a mistake. When you openly defy the law, when you, an elected official, an alderman from the city of Chicago, the chairman of the zoning committee, when you openly defy what you know is the law by operating a speakeasy in your restaurant, a speakeasy that serves cinnamon rolls, that's not a mistake. That's a willful violation of the law. That's you taking two middle fingers and raising them in the air at J.B. Pritzker. That's you undercutting the Democratic Party, which you are supposedly a member and its efforts to try to get people united on the notion that we have a reason to wear masks and social distance. That's you claiming something for yourself that hundreds and hundreds of other restaurants can't claim. That's you thinking you're above the law because you're an alderman, because you got clout with Lori Lightfoot, because she made you chairman of the zoning committee that you're so powerful that every developer in the city of Chicago has to come to your committee hearings to get approval for their zoning deals. That's you heading into Ed Burke country. That's you feeling like I could do no wrong. I'm the chairman of the zoning committee. I got voters in the 44th ward who will just punch my name just out of habit. Winston Churchill could be running against me from Alderman of the 44th Ward. FDR could be running against me for Alderman of the 44th Ward. Abraham Lincoln could be running against me from the for Alderman of the 44th Ward. Dr. Doobie of Alton could be running against me for Alderman of the 44th Ward. And those Lakeview residents will be like, I see the name Tunney. I can't control myself. And the arrogance that that developed in you led you to believe you could have utter contempt for the law. So it's not a mistake. The mistake was getting caught. Oops, <laughs> sorry about that. It's not like Gavin Newsom in California. That wasn't a mistake. That was arrogance to think you're above it all. Rules for thee, not for me. Undercut the Democratic Party time and time again. So that was willful violation of the law by an arrogant public official who thinks he's above the law, and now other people will pay for it. So the notion that's a mistake, D, I think that's an exaggeration of distortion. And I, I don't know. I don't know what else they could do. They gave him a citation. Here you go. There you go. He's still the chairman of the zoning committee. Yeah, I mean, after Still all, you got Ed Burke, Ed Burke shaking down Burger Kings, and he's, you know. Yeah, Ed Burke, this is how the Chicago mentality works. Oh, God, Chicagoans, this is you. This is how you are. You know, everybody knew what Ed Burke was up to. Everybody knew. Had the property tax business, and he was chairman of the finance committee was approving all those TIF deals while <laughs> shaking down the applicants, you know, for their business. Everybody knew what was going on. Oh, but when, remember the fundraiser, D? 
Remember the fundraiser? Yeah. When he had that fundraiser right after the word broke that he hadn't been indicted yet, but the, I think the FBI had raided his office. People lined up. It's Chicagoans, man. Curry favor with the powerful guy. That's how we do it in Chicago. Well, I remember you were bummed out because first Tuesday was that night, and you were like, ah, oh, shucks, I was going to go to that. <laughs> I don't think I'm the kind of guy they invite to fundraisers to the dumps. Can you keep that guy away from me? So here you go. It's the same thing. I don't see much difference. I mean, you know, just the sort of arrogant, just the arrogant assumption that you're above it all. Chairman of the zoning committee. Every developer has to come to me. Kiss my ring. I'm Tom Tunney. I'm an alderman in the city of Chicago. All right. Well, let's let's let Tunney respond. Anything you'd like to say, alderman? You have to be a good neighbor. Okay. You have to be a good neighbor. <laughs> All right. Otherwise, I'm going to be up your butt every day. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> and finally, downstate Illinois Senator Darren Bailey, the guy who was the first to sue Governor Pritzker <laughs> for his five-phase mitigation strategy to safely reopen Illinois. Let's begin with phase one. Not now, JB. <laughs> <laughs> We had no clue who the hell this guy was in the beginning of the year. You know, the good old days. But ever since the big feller started making the headlines, we've been saying it. And, well, technically I said it first, but who's counting? We've been saying that Darren Bailey will be running for governor in 2022. And up until now, it's been only me in my apartment and Ben in his attic talking about it. Well... Shout out to the meanest Illinois political bulldog in the yard, Capital Facts' own Rich Miller. Get him back on the chain. He's a wild dog. Rich Miller posted a Facebook post from Darren Bailey himself. The post is a picture with a statement above it. The picture is one of Bailey taking a selfie with three other people. For those wondering... No masks. Bailey and company are standing in front of a U-Haul truck filled with campaign sign posts. You know the little things you shove into your yard to put a campaign sign up? Sign posts that come from, well, no one's favorite, former 2018 Republican gubernatorial primary candidate, one Jeannie Ives. All right, now to the statement, which I am reading from Capital Facts right now. Remember, Darren Bailey with a truck full of campaign posts, says, Thank you, Jeannie Ives, for the load of signposts. These will be used to finish what you started. Mm. Unlike many in Springfield, I and those who desire to restore Illinois have no problem putting sweat equity into the process. So, Ben, sounds like Bailey may be running for governor. Take baby out of that sentence. All right. Sounds like, sounds like he's running for governor. DB's running. You knew it. You knew it. And yes, Dennis was the first to say it. Only because he said it before I did. <laughs> well, that's how it works when you say something first. I was like, yeah, I agree. And then he, ever since then, you know, Ben, I said it first. Pre-show meaning. I think DB's running. You know, Ben, <clears throat> I said it first. <laughs> no, but he did say it first. You got to give him credit. I think we were back at the studio, right? No, we were in your attic. It was pandemic times. Yeah, you're right. I've got every, everything's a blurred day. I can't remember anything. And you said, I think DB's running. And I go, I think you're right. 
And now the Republicans are trying to, you know, like the Jim Durkins are trying to pretend like, you know, they're quote unquote respectable DuPage County Republicans who are still sort of believing in climate change, things like that. You know, they, they, they're the ones who are trying to make it seems like the whole all issues in the state have to deal with Michael Madigan. They, all those Republicans, uh, they're trying to pretend as though DB doesn't exist. Uh, hate to break it to you guys. He's the front runner. He's the most powerful Republican in the state. He speaks for MAGA, and MAGA calls the shots for the Republican Party. So that's your guy. And Jeannie Ives, you know, Jeannie Ives is just going to turn right around and support DB. Now he's state senator. So I don't think Adam Kinzinger can beat him. I don't think Bill Brady can beat him. The only guy who could possibly beat him is Blago, and I don't think he's going to be allowed to run. <laughs> Thank so, God. I don't know. I can make the case for Blago. I can make it. First of all, Blago is probably the only name on this list known to Donald Trump. The only name on this list is Blago that is known to Donald Trump. D. And who is the most powerful person in MAGA? Donald Trump. Has Donald Trump ever tweeted about DB? No. Has Donald Trump ever tweeted about Todd Ricketts? No. So wait, you, you mean you're telling me Donald Trump never went to the big feller's hog farm, Darren Bailey? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Right. Has Donald Trump ever uh, tweeted about Mr. Cow, who's running? Oh, man, man cow? Yeah, his first name is Man. How many times do I have to tell you that? Hi, man. How you doing? Go on, <laughs> Come man, on, man. Cow. <laughs> so Donald Trump, man, cow. He's only tweeted about Blago. So I still say Blago, powerful force in the Republican Party. But um, he's got that felony thing going. So according, according to our legal advisors on the Ben Jarofsky show, he's ineligible to run. Uh, so I guess DB is the favorite. Yeah, DB versus JB. You saw it coming, D. And uh, by the way, Tom Tunney, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. One more time for advancing the cause of DB, because DB's attitude, Darren Bailey's attitude, is that Democrats are phonies, and there's no need to play by the rules to protect one another. And all the Democrats, oh, no, that's not true. And then we get Tom Tunney opening up his cinnamon roll sweet speakeasy, and they're going, oh, that was a mistake. No, it wasn't a mistake. It was willful violation of what you knew to be the law, and you've just assisted Darren Bailey. So thanks a lot, Tom Tunney. You're a heck of a guy. By the way, look for uh, Tom Tunney's new podcast coming out soon, The Cinnamon Roll Speakeasy. It's going to be a, <laughs> a weekly one-on-one, having cinnamon, roll, cinnamon rolls and chatting it out. Yeah. Be a good time. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, yes, Michael Girardi, we have called uh, Darren Bailey the big feller before. Uh, oh, also, uh, double meaning here, too. Yes, it shows that Darren Bailey uh, getting those signposts that he's running for governor. Uh, does it also show that since she's given away the signpost that Jeannie Ives isn't running for anything? Yeah, it could be. That's a good point, Dan. I hadn't thought of that, but uh, she may have run herself out of offices to run for. She lost the Republican primary for governor. She lost the general election uh, for Congress. Um, she's clearly bored with being a state rep. So I don't know. Maybe she'll be a lieutenant governor for Darren Bailey. Oh, How about okay. that. Oh, wow. Wow. 
I think the well, Bailey Ives ticket, huh? Oh my God, do you have a crystal ball in your attic? <laughs> yeah. I think you just saw oh. the future there, buddy. Crystal ball oh, persuasion. <laughs> oh Lord! All right. Uh, so uh, for more on those stories, if you haven't heard the uh, the first part of those stories, go check out today's Ben Jarofsky show available at chicagoreader.com and wherever else you download your favorite podcast. We will be back here tomorrow, 1 until 3 p.m. Central Time at the Chicago Reader YouTube channel. You should join us live. Be like Sergio and join the live stream chat room. Always a great conversation uh, going on there in the live stream chat room. And we may read your comment on the program like we do all the time. Uh, Follow us on social media at Benny J Show, B-E-N-N-Y, the letter J Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send us an email, Benny J Show at gmail.com and you can call us 708-658-4788 that number again 708-658-4788 call the Ben Jarofsky Show but not now maybe like in like four minutes all right and uh, leave us a voicemail and there's a good chance we will read or play your voicemail on the program that's it